0: <laughs> it would be a waste, fan, eh? <laughs> I'm going
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of Wolves FanCast, part of the 90-Min Football Network. On a week when the FanCasts have had on world-renowned journalist Willem Balagay, former Wolves assistant coach Xiao lapper I've got two titans, two behemoths of the Wolves football world. I'm joined by Josh and Stu. Stu is heavily still invested in the Jets game. Who are about three points up with a couple of minutes to go, and knowing Wolves look and Jets look, they're probably be about to lose it, knowing <laughs> knowing that. But we're not here to talk about American football. Can we? Can frankly. we just
2: just clarify that the Jets have won five games this season? I know
1: <laughs> they're doing really well, and I don't quite know how or why.
2: Yeah, and we've. Scored all. We've won almost as many games. Well, if depending on this one, as we Wolves have scored goals after (laughs) fourteen games. So (laughs)
1: that's depressing. It it, it is something else. Um, But we aren't going to talk about the Jets. despite the fact that it might be more interesting than talking about Wolves at the moment. Um, we are going to talk about Wolves' 3-2 defeat to Brighton, uh, talk a little bit about what we think Lopetegui needs to do when he becomes a uh, full-time manager uh, a week on Monday, um, and have a little look at the Leeds game in the Cup as well. It was a bit much of a muchness... Um, Yesterday wasn't it, gents? But we'll talk for lineup because most of the talk going into it was around who was going to play up top. And I don't know Stu,
2: you were very much. Well, there's no point, is there? We just just play back <laughs> what I've said for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same every week. But yeah, yeah. I, I very much, I very much wanted to see Fraser uh, no, giving run, just because why not? And it's just like, well, okay. We know how shit everyone else is, let's just give someone else a chance. Um, and then that lineup comes out, and you think, well, okay, Quang at his best is like we took me and Jaffa talked about in the previous show, at his best in the middle. And it's not saying much that it's the best of bad uh, three bad situations and the three positions, but at least he can't do much damage there. Um sure. Gerez before this game we spoke with enough and Pedence I mean that was my first thing is it why is Pedence still in this team and I think the fact that we went down to 10 men he was taken off and we didn't even notice kind of says everything about his his form at the minute Um, but other than that it was we knew that Nunes was probably 50-50 and if he didn't play then that's the midfield that picks itself because that's all we have so I was just pleased with Bubicartro getting a run out again because I think he's he's probably been the signing of the season so far. Mm. And I know that's not saying much, but still, I mean, he's like a diamond in the rough, that kid. He's superb.
1: I described um, him as having big cult hero vibes. Yeah, oh, I thought you were going to say yeah. something
2: else then. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought the same. We
1: Is this going to be the type of show we are? We're four minutes in, gentlemen. Um, of which, you know what? they. We're not exactly a great nick ourselves at the moment also. Why so why not just bring it down to fair level? But, Josh, again, it's much of a muchness. Half the team picks itself because we don't really have any other options, really. But it's great to see, um, it's good to see Breno
0: getting another run out as well. Well, you look at, like, Breno and in particular Traore, and they're the two, like, least experienced players at the club and they're probably two of the best performers we've got at the minute you know, I think the team like his 80s much picks itself. I think Huang, you know, when we're trying to play a long ball to six foot four Lewis Duncan, six foot whatever web, Webster, you're kind of, what else do you want him to do? Obviously, Guedes, he, he come in, I think he played well. You're lucky to probably pick to Dahmer looking back on it, but it's much of a muchness, isn't it? I mean, everything just, it feels the same and what's nice about trial around Breno is the, the new, you don't know what they're going to do. Okay, the the drop a stinker in there, but you can't kind of down because it's different. Whereas, like you know, Samadov's gonna just be brain dead one out of three games, like
3: yesterday.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm literally gonna hold back the shackles because we <laughs> honestly we could probably donate. I reckon fifty percent of the next hour talking about Semedo's performance yesterday. Bearing in mind, he only played for forty five. Oh <sighs> bloody! I mean, we let let's get into it because. I was ang- i've been anxious about this game all week just because of how f- frighteningly aggressive brighton are in like a good way in terms of how they like attack and press and things like that and thinking how much of our players act like you know scared sheep a lot of the time um and yeah my, my fears were pretty much realized within the first sort of 10 minutes or so because it it did feel like an onslaught didn't it Stu?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, we know what we brought in, have got our number, <laughs> the vast majority of the top of them anyway, and other than that, when I, mean, I was looking on uh, 11 v 11 earlier, just to see how bad it actually is, and it's amazingly not as bad as Huddersfield, but still, I know, we, the, obviously last year they did us, Um but other than that, the, the freak one here and there, We lose to them all the time. It's 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 a given, and I think that's kind of why going into it, I wasn't really that bothered because I'm kind of not. I expected I expected us to lose. It was just well, we're still without an actual manager who's managed above the national league, and that's not going to change for the Arsenal game. So we we've already lost that one as well. So it's like, well, why get yourself so worked up about things when it's almost inevitable what's going to happen? And within five minutes. Of them having the ball, with them, well, how many is it going to be? And <laughs> amazingly, we got we have two of them. So that was the uh, <laughs> that was that, that was the only that was the only shock to me. I mean, Brighton keep the ball well. Brighton have plans. Brighton have better players than us. They do. I mean, it might not be on paper that people love and everything, but they have. It's just a fact. And you look at where they are, and then Zewi's just slid in there and. They looked better yesterday than under Potter against us, I thought. Mm. I thought they were absolutely superb. Mm. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it was, like, embarrassing. To be fair, I, I, I could say this was pretty much throughout the game, but particularly that first 10 minutes, like, it was astonishing how much – more they looked like they had a plan.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: Which is a bit depressing, isn't <laughs> it? Like, they like – they, it was really clear that they were, how they were going to play, their movement on and off the ball, just the, the speed of what they were doing. I couldn't imagine this Wolves team doing it.
0: Could you, Josh? The the way they kept the ball in the first five minutes, I remember saying to one of my mates, this feels like Man City town where you thought mm. we are going to get fucking peppered here. <laughs> and then when Smedo backs on and I knew Smedo was going to get done by that Japanese lad when he backed out of the tackle like five minutes in. And I was just you... like, we're in for a long afternoon here. And like, what does your head in is look, look at Adam Lalana. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but the technical ability they got in midfield, little things like that, the plan. he's like, Remember Mourinho went on All or Nothing and he said mm. he could blindfold the Wolves players and then still find each other. That was Brighton yesterday. There they wasn't even looking at where to pass. They just knew the man was going to be there. It was quite incredible to watch, really.
1: Yeah, like, I kind of think, if I was able to watch that game as a neutral and just, just be able to observe Brighton, it would just be fascinating because mm. it was all, it was all, like, coached and drilled. But I think, like, a lot of the time when we say that about a football team, it's usually, like, got quite defensive and negative connotations whereas like we like whether you say this is like an overhang from large or whatever like we just look like we just go through the motions so much it's almost like just this repay you know just repetitive nature whereas it was just all so marauding like it, it wasn't a surprise they scored you know, they looked like they were going to score just, no. you know, from that corner um, and the chance they got from it, and then it ended up going in. And you know, sort of, fuck it, is it another one of those? And you know, we we've rolled over enough times. Like us, you know, roll back. What was it? Two weeks ago to Leicester, where like we conceded again an, an early goal, and we just we bent over. But something strange happens to you.
2: Well, the fact that we scored and the fact that Geddes scored and the fact that it was a decent finish and he beat someone. It was all like three and one. It was amazing. And it's, <laughs> But this is exactly what we're saying. We've been saying all year, uh, all season since he signed, that the only time he's been any good is when he's, he's, he ran at players as a second striker. When he's crossing ability, shit, hasn't got any. Pointless waste of time putting him out there. But I know he was cutting in from the right-hand side and he... he Direct running—that's all we've asked. All we've asked all season long. That when he when he was effective last year, that's where that's where he, did, did he played his best football. And lo and behold, he gets a chance to do that, to go on his own. And it was a brilliant finish. And I think it, it was—I know we skipped it around a bit, but I think it, it was it was brilliant management from Steve Davis to get give him his recognition from everyone when he took mm. him off um I know it was probably detrimental to the results overall but maybe um but still that was I thought that was more important than anything else so even though he did kind of just completely ignore the rules of being off the pitch um at the time when he was just cutting back and across the corner I thought well if you're going to get caught you're going to get booked here if you do this <laughs> um <clears throat> but now he took his goal really really well and it was I didn't think he had the upper body strength to do something like that I really didn't it was almost uh, quite
1: reminiscent of United. You know Goal he scored for Valencia, where like he was, he kept like tripping over, or mm. keep getting, well, kept getting fouled. Yeah, found, it and, was. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, I'm not on a different day, you see a player go down for that, and you know maybe gets a penalty, maybe doesn't. But the tenacity to continue through and to put in a decent finish. But yeah, you what know, one thing I wanted to know about the. Um, For goal was um trial race pass for it again. I I can't remember last time we saw a wolves player player
0: incisive through ball like that.
2: Yeah, and it not I remember saying to my
0: mates, I remember saying to my mates before the game, when was the last time Wolves scored a one-on-one? I know that's not like a proper one-on-one, but it was genuinely like he was bearing down on goal in behind someone. I also think as well, it was very reminiscent of a certain Diogo Jota that used to play for us. Yeah. You know, it was yes. the, just the tenacity, the drive into the box. He was just, nothing was going to stop him. And I think mm. even if he hadn't gone in, I think he'd have got a penalty because the lad was clipping at his heels. But it was nice to see him just, I'll stay on my feet here because it's much easier for me to do that. And he took it well. You know, it was just all you've wanted to see all season was just to, him to drive it. Like Stu said, you just want to see him drive, get into the box and have chances. That's all you want to see from Wolves' team is, I'm again, going around in circles a little bit, but that's what I like about Steve Davis, that as much as, okay, it's not been the best, you know, defensively, it's nice who Wolves create chances. We haven't, we never did that under Bruno. I mean, if Gwenez had done, got that ball with Bruno, they'd probably gone backwards to Semedo or something like that, trying to create the perfect goal where all 11 players take a touch and stuff like that. It was nice as break, transition, The what we're good at.
2: Mm. Yeah, there is already as well. There's like there's been this weird revisionist history, and oh, this is how this is why you don't get on players' backs after 10 games. It's fucking a quarter of the season's gone. This is the first time he's actually done anything of any note, (laughs) yeah. It is at all. And let's not let's keep our heads about us here. If this carries on, then fair play. But we saw this with Trinko last year. That (laughs) he had he had one or two amazing games. And then he went back into mediocrity again. I mean, that's from me, me saying that. So let, let's, let's all be a bit calm here. But it was his best performance in the wallship. I know mean, that's not saying much, but mm. by an absolute mile.
1: No, it, it seemed like the goal gave him a lot of confidence as well. And you know what? I really shouldn't pick apart this because he said, actually, it's he had a decent game. And look, the, the bar's low, don't get me wrong. A little frustrated when you look at the celebration, how like... Relaxed and calm down, like he was doing, like almost the calm down guys. Like he does it every week, <laughs> and I was a bit like, I, again, we're all look, we're all hurting as fans at the moment. We're all picking on little things that irritate us the most. mind celebrate that, give it the big one, or like, <laughs> don't, I don't act like you do it every week. As Stu says, we're taking, he's played ten games, it's the first time he's done something meaningful, but you know, overall, I think he looked good, and you're right, Josh, we haven't really created chances, and we don't seem to create chances like that no. um, very often, and, you know, I was watching the Brentford highlights yesterday, and you look at the, I mean, it was a mad game, don't get me wrong, but do you ever, like, watch match of the day, or just football in general, and just go, oh, I was like, yeah, I just can't see Wolf scoring goals like that. It's been so long since we've been a creative outlet under the last kind of couple of years that I don't know. It's, you do kind of lose
0: that. I watched Southampton. You know the missed Nisman chance for Southampton today, and they worked the worked a lovely ball down the right hand side, played it infield three times, and I thought, you know what, I would give both my balls to see playing like that like some nice intricate <laughs> football inside and um, across uh, 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 across the box Like I was just uh, I watch Wolves and I just I, I don't see what we're good at and like think how many different yeah. ways to score goals we don't score any of them yeah it's absolutely unbelievable like when you sit and think about it just quite how shit we are really
2: I mean it's not like even watching Match of the Day it's like watching the EFL highlights on on ITV with the, the weird jazz soundtrack that they've got this year. <laughs> and you got, it's, a, it's a, even like the championship, like you wait for the last like 10 minutes of the air and after it's on, and you're watching League Two goals going, being blasted in from all over the place. And these yeah. one-two moves that we never do, any of it. It's just bizarre.
1: I, I genuinely hope under this new regime they manage just to... Because there, there have been little signs under Davis that we have created a couple of different chances like that. The frustrating thing for me is, you know, we get that goal, um, like Guedes, an open play, something we've not exactly had many of, that aren't just a Ruben Neves fucking screamer, <laughs> which, you know, I think literally about a minute before the goal, uh, I tweeted after we got it was like, oh, well, looks like we're just going to have to wait for Ruben Nevers just to start pinging him from 30 yards. But then we don't seem to be able to create chances like that again despite the fact it's suiting often players <clears throat> you know you say like huang's best through the middle he's not a player who does lots of hold at play he's someone who's a bit more of a fox in the box and uh, of all huang's faults he's a half decent finisher and we just yeah. kind of don't go well how can we get him into goal scoring positions i don't know um but going forward, again, we, we kind of, after we got it, did give us a bit of confidence. We did manage to get forward to get a... Uh, I don't know, guys. Were we lucky oh, to get a penalty or not? Because mm. I think it's harsh. I
0: but think it's I, harsh.
1: I, 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 I don't know. I do think we deserved it, just looking at how high his hand is there.
2: Stu, okay. as
1: our VAR... I was going to say expert.
2: I mean, it's a penalty. It's, you can't have your hand in the air like that and get away with it. The, the whole silhouette thing was abandoned anyway. That's not part of the rules anymore. But still, his hands there, his hands up in the air, and it's hit his hand. He doesn't like it's Like we talked about earlier, um, the Matuidi one at Man City, they hit his armpit hair. He hit <laughs> his arm in the penalty area, so it's a penalty. Why on earth it took so long again to... to I mean, you watch it once. I don't see it in real time, I admit. Um, and I tried to zoom in on the VAR screen, the other side of the pitch as well. It, it, <laughs> even, for, even for a Galaxy S21 Ultra, it's, it's not good enough. Um, other smartphones are available. Yeah, but they've got a zoom like that, though. <laughs> Maybe the 22. Um, but when they, as soon as they show it on the screen, you think, well, of course it's a penalty. It's just, it's it's unlucky because obviously he's not doing it deliberately, but it's handball, simple and amazingly, did you see that Gary Lineker tweeted something about it in the in the yeah, afternoon, they... and mm. then didn't mention it once on the actual program last night. Chris fucking twat. I I did find that funny when like I saw, I saw the tweet and going, oh, it's a ludicrous
1: decision, and then you know our mm. our uh, our match of the day highlights were. Analysis was brief, to, to say the least. Um, which, but I tell you what, lovely penalty by Neves.
0: That's per. He just steps up like when the club needs him most. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had no faith in scoring it because the only thing I just want to go back to is how it is so terrible for the match going fan. Like mm. you're sitting there, however long that was, and like you knew how long it took. It was probably a penalty. But they don't show it on the screens no more. And you're like, it's so terrible for the match going fan. It's it's infuriating because it's like, oh, the goddamn remote control season to get older at home, getting a better view than the fan at the ground. It is so, so poor. But anyway, going back to the Nervous penalty, of course, you know, he just steps up once again for the club like he always does. And I thought, I'll tell you what, we want for a big result here. And then, well, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I was like, this is, I think. I'm so glad <laughs> I didn't tweet it. Because in my head I was like, this is seen. This is this is what's gonna turn the tables. We've announced a yes. new we've announced some new man's coming in. We've stepped up now. we are showing him what we're all about. And I was like, yeah.
2: yeah I'm happy. Um you, you know what? Just on that what Josh said that about the um the match match going fan thing, Molyneux is worse than most places for this. Because I mean I've been I've been to as we know everywhere over the last three, four years of having VAR when we've been allowed in and the vast majority of places with, with screens would, will have VAR checking straight away. And it's like, well, yeah. hmm. and like when, when it says VAR check complete, I have thought like three or four kicks have already happened. <laughs> like, what, why? Why can't we even do these things, simple things, right? It's, if there's a, something happened, why can't you just play VAR checking? Why, why aren't there just a button just to press to say, well, just put it on the screen? We know that that's what's happening anyway, because the ref's already blown up and put his hand up like some kind of <laughs> Thomas Tank Engine field marshal. And, and you think, well, what? why? Why would we have to overcomplicate everything? <laughs> and I know it's, it's the same Premier League graphics, so it, it's surely just some kind of PowerPoint presentation where you just typing <laughs> in what's happened. It's just like, like clicking, an, it'll just be, yeah.
0: um, I was going to say, uh, behind the curtain, it'll just be like clicking like an overlay like this. It's because
2: they've got to get
3: the money
0: out of Dickie Dog, that's why. You know, if they're a non back <laughs> presenter, they've got to get the money out of him.
2: <laughs> it's, it's just another one of these annoying things that you don't get anywhere else. I tell you what, hold on hold on to these thoughts, guys, because we have got a question for Twitter Corner at the
1: end of the show, which might which might be relevant, I'm not going to lie. Um, fuck it, should we get into tomato? oh because well you could <laughs> was... i mean you could argue the first goal he was at fault for um i don't think he was solely at fault for it um sorry for the for Brighton's second goal um because there, there's a point where like you look at how they're positioning the wolf in a decent position they're covering the spaces i think it's criminal for how old's adam Lallana now um mid 30s I mean, isn't he yeah, yeah,
0: 34
1: probably. isn't it 34 I... If I know one thing about Adam Lallana, it's that he loves a Cruyff turn. <laughs> it's like how how are we give him the time and the space to do that. And and don't get me wrong, it's, it, it, it's if that was Podence or whoever doing that for us, I'd be lauding it. But again, it's just not something we I, you can that that goal characterised from any of the players at the moment. Um. But again, Samito dropping off on the back the stick, and not for the first time, um, in, in recent weeks, was it?
2: Well, he's had it all throughout his whole Wolves career, which is what my point was about it. Why is why is Collins just flouting around? Why is Samito being left to mark someone from from a crossing point of view? And we know he can't head the ball away. It's I mean he can jump for it and kind of mess it up when he's drawing on the touchline, but when he's defending in the box, he's I can't remember a time he's ever come out on top. There's loads of them going back for the, the whole two, three years he's been here. But again, why Why is he in this position? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And I know that Josh is going to go for, I mean, for the audio listeners, he's he's bright red. I mean, he's got, he's got red phone boxes on his wallpaper in the background, <laughs> yeah. And this ain't because he's been watching Lewis Hamilton doing donuts in Vegas all weekend. <laughs> He's raring to go for this one. So I'm just going to say at the minute, we tried Johnny there. Johnny's been terrible. We've tried Samada there. He hasn't been much better in the last couple of months. And then you look what happened to Ait Nuri and he's fell off a cliff. And you think, well, okay, we've moved to the, we've moved to a back four. And, and someone put it on Twitter. I, I can't remember who it was, but they said, well, when we were all saying about playing a back five, were we actually covering the <laughs> deficiencies of the central defenders, or the fact that we have no actual fallbacks, and we have wing-backs and that is it? And the oh, actual is... only fallback that we have at the club is a child who's coming and showing all of them up. And well, it, it, the system makes exposes them way too much, and none of them have done any any well. But saying that, that was a two out of ten performance from Cabeza yesterday. So take it away.
0: Well, I got to start off. Like, obviously, we know Samedo, is like, that was a-, a shocker yesterday. Is he out for one or three games?
2: I'd guess he had only been one.
0: I believe, oh. it's, I believe it's only one. Why could it not have been three? Why could it not have been three? <laughs> <laughs> I Just in general, like, is he's, he's the most infuriating player because what is he good at? What does Samedo offer? He, like, maybe it's a bit reactionary because what he did yesterday he cost us the game. But in general, you look at him, he can't defend, can't dribble. Can't attack, can't pass, can't shoot. He's not... His skill set, he's very... And I think he's better wing-back, but then he also look and go, wing-back's supposed to provide goals, assists on top of everything else, and he couldn't do that. Obviously, you've got... I know Johnny's not been much better, but he's still a better option than Smedo at this point, probably. Smedo's... He's, I mean, he's played the highest I was playing, Champions League, semi-finals, the lot, and he met getting on the like whatever he was trying to do for the, the red card. So much deeper than all our defenders. The second the ball went out of the top, I thought, he's going to get done, here. he's going to get done, he's going to get done. You just knew what was going to happen. And then to pull him down like that, mm. oh, it's just unbelievable. I just, I just knew, it's so sad I knew it was going to happen, but it was just unbelievable to say that. £30 million quid played at the highest level, <coughs> couldn't even read that.
2: You know what, I just had a, a, a quick gander of the Premier League website. 71 appearances, one goal, three assists, 14 clean sheets. And I know that ca- that counts the new now year where he was terrible for the majority of it. And then, I mean, let's be honest, last season he was good. He was good for the vast majority of last season anyway. We can't rewrite history here. But he was bought to replace Matt Doherty, who we got for nothing sold for a third of the price and we probably performed better overall. And it's it's insane that this is still a thing. Well, I was going to say, um, when we talked about the deficiencies of
1: um, playing a back four and it highlighting, you know, players' weaknesses, that Doherty, one of the big things, well, I think most fans were not, happy to him go but accepting and we're a bit almost confused that he was a good wing back for us but we you could see him struggling in the back four when he moved away and he he seems to have found a bit of form now at spurs you know two and a half years into his (laughs) career there um under you know a very good manager i guess but it, it does sort of feel like this back four is ex- it, this defence is getting more and more exposed by the it's game. Just wildly unbalanced.
0: Like, yeah, the centre halves have got probably less than fifty Premier League full nineties between the two of them, which is why, like you know, I know we're going to contemplate but the third goal, Collins dives in, and Kilman does whatever he's trying to do, but you know, it's what it's just the the team's wildly unbalanced, and then it doesn't help when you experience season pros like Semedaz, who's twenty nine does branded things like that. Obviously, mm. you've got Johnny, who's not playing much better. And it just feels unreal to think that Hugo Bueno, who's had like four Premier League appearances, is showing up everyone in our defence at the minute. And, it, it you know, and like even when I knew he was there, it was defensive deficiencies, but he offered something going forward. I mean, look, you know, just going back to the Smedda it's quite clear Smedda's a better player. There's no working around that, but was he really worth £30 million? Pounds? Mm. I think the Drew was there on that. Is it a good £30 million pounds that we spent?
1: No, and I think, I hindsight's a a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course. I understand that. Like, it kind of breaks a lot of the structure around wolves, even at the time, because I've always said, you know, wolves' big thing is they like to spend 18 million on a player if they like him. Like that's you. That's usually around their sweet spot, and even kind of going into like this season, that's that's like their price point for them a lot of the time. But to then kind of go so. Far, I don't know. That that that's
2: it's weird to think about in hindsight that we did drop so much on a fallback. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That whole that whole summer made no sense anyway. No, it didn't, did it? But looking at in, look again, looking at this, that we had three three clean sheets out of six games before Collins mm. got sent off, and then the whole deck of cards has completely collapsed that's and never neat. recovered. Does it make any sense again?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it, it, it's been an interesting game yesterday because, by and large, you know, the defence has come out badly from it. But the four players, by and large, have, um, you know, come out positively. We've talked about Guedes. I didn't think Quang was awful. Mm, I mean, okay. again, bar, bars being where they're set, I know um, little Dan in the fan cast chat sort of said, well, what did he do, do good? And it felt more of a case of he didn't do anything Oh, genuinely really. awful <laughs> he didn't assist the opposition in in, in scoring um which uh, yeah i i appreciate where that is but you're right we weren't saying you know going in second half obviously it's gonna be harder against with 10 men but some of the the, the, the third goal was just frustrating wasn't it because there there was an air of the inevitable about it as much as anything yeah. else. The further we we're going into it, the more they were carving us open. We seem like we we're kind of caught between two bus stops in terms of, you know, do we press them or do we sit back and stay disciplined? And still we didn't really kind of do either, did
2: we? No, I think the um, the complete insanity of bringing out Nurion just killed anything at all. Um, and I don't know he was, why he did it, and he, it was obviously to have a bit of pace and legs up front. But it just hit Man Adama, it massively backfired because we had nothing then. There was nothing at all. Um, and when you've got nothing up front, what's going to happen? We're going to be pegged back and pegged back and pegged back. And then you look at that, I mean, the inevitable's right. Because, I mean, it was like Terry Connery era defending Wally. It was, it was completely shambolic. The amount of bodies that were in the box and no one did anything at all. Other than just jumping in, in Collins's case, and again, I'm not going to have a go. He's 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 young. I mean, uh, the fact that the the club is in such a mess is down to recruitment and Bruno Lage more than anyone else. Um, you're not going to have a go at players on the pitch for their inability to do their actual job properly when there's there's no leaders anywhere. Well, we, we've got one leader who's up in scale stand. But again, we all wanted him gone anyway, and I, it was the first thing I heard as soon as I got out of the ground. That wouldn't have happened under Cody. It, well, it happened for the last three months of last season under Cody. So let's just forget all about that. But the fact that our most experienced central defender probably still hasn't even got 100 professional games for the club, and in turn, professional football. So you kind of you're looking around. Where's where does the blame lie? And I only—I've got no idea anymore. We. I, mean, we... <laughs> I was going to say um, Ed
1: Marshall in the, in, in the YouTube comments. Big yeah. thanks to everyone who's watching live. Says no competition for places with our tiny squad breeds complacency, and it's completely correct. We talk we uh, we've banged on about our midfield for two seasons, three seasons now. Uh, you know it, its the same players, and it's arguably the same with the defenders as well. Um, in terms Ooh, of those centre backs, because I, I, to be honest, for me and I might get powers this, Collins wasn't the worst thing about that goal for me. Yes, it was bad, but you look at a studio. Like, look how many players are in that box, and just mm-hmm. no one's tracking any of those runners coming in.
0: Just you look at try- the goal starts though. Yeah, yeah. Solly March on the left hand side just cuts across the whole pitch. It's just the little things, and like I agree with the idea of the tiny you know, the tiny squad, but you look and go, why would a player want to come back up to walls? when, like, look at Totti Gomez, our mm. actual center off gets suspended for three games and then our manager then decides to throw our best player into center off. Why well, would you want to yeah. come and join the club and play back up when, even when you're called upon to be back up, you're not going to get played anyway? It's a joke. It, it is an actual joke when you look at it like that. And it, it almost
1: comes through chance for the likes of Bueno through and even trial oh, yeah. rate right to a degree, isn't it? That he's he's come in, and uh, it makes it even worse that I know. Hey, Dundonca gets his pelters. He got a standing fucking ovation for Villa today. <laughs> oh, but it, it just never playing was. in defensive mid, playing in his actual position. And I like trial rate, and hey, I I'm, I'm not saying one player over of whatever, but just. We didn't need to necessarily get rid of Dendonka and, and things mean, like that. And
2: I don't know, it's, it's one the of amount, them it. the amount of times we've been on here and Gully's defending him as some kind of like midfield, defensive midfield messy, and it's outrageous nonsense like that. And Kim hates him, and we, we've all argued about Dendonka. And then like you, we said it for the last three, four years that. You can't have a go at him because he's never played in his position. He's been played as a as a false nine. He's been played as a ten. He's been played as a right winger. He, then he's had, he's played all three roles in one game some some weeks. And you think why? And yeah, because he could he got them runs into the box late like Dave Edwards. He couldn't score. So what was the point of it all? We can just leave him alone to do his play his actual game. And lo and behold, two games for Villa. He's come off to two standard ovations because he's played in his actual position. And that's the same thing that I've had the, the conversation about with Quang, playing through the middle, and he was all right. He wasn't great, but he was all right. But again, no service. And he's not exactly built to hold the ball up, is he? Like some kind of, like Kevin Kyle. He, he ain't like that kind of physique. He's balls running onto the ball, he's, his strength. So we're all automatically at a disadvantage there. But at least he was better because he's playing in a role that he can do. And like, I know Nunes is injured, but playing in his actual position so we can see where he's about and not putting him up as a number 10 where he's never played yeah. in his life. Well, they're going to stop treating Nunes like Dendonka because that's yeah. what it feels like at the minute. Mm. You're in the
0: Dendonka paradox again of, well, play him at of position. I mean, he's a 40 million quid midfielder and, okay, I know he's played out of position, but it feels underwhelming, but that's what happens when you don't play people in the right position. Mm. So like say- we felt underwhelmed with Gwenez because... Lo no and behold, we be, haven't played in the right position. Shock horror, we playing in the right position for once and he gets stunned and elevation off the pitch.
2: Yeah. And I said this to my, this to my uncle yesterday, That you look at it, I mean, he's like, I don't know where we got the fairness Nunes from. Well, for one, you've never seen him play in your life, so shut up. And two, was, how good would Steve Bull have played in defensive midfield? <laughs> There's your answer. He'd be fucking <laughs> shit, it, wouldn't he? Because that's it, his position. I was going to say, he
1: was playing Steve Ball, like, right winger. in this formation wouldn't it and just go yeah this this, or playing as the number 10 and you're right you don't how are we as a football club spending 40 million on Mateus Nunes to then go let's not play him in his best position let's not work out how we you know surely there must be a formation where you get the best out of your current player Ruben Neves and your newest player Mateus Nunes and, frankly, if it means sacrificing quite literally any other player, you do it. I'd, I'd, I it, 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 it. It's mind-boggling and simple. But then you say you then go down that weird rabbit hole where Ruben Neves ends up playing centre-half mm. because what, oh, move your best player out of position. And it, it's just kind of stemmed this complacency um, throughout the club. And, yeah, like, Colin's going in. You know, way too early and, and not just shielding when look at the size of him all he needs to do is just keep up with the runner he's only going one way and you know it's, it's just silly little basics and people just switching off time and time again but here we are uh, yet again um yeah I, I mean in terms of kind of Stands out for you. I mean, I was, I was trying, like, I was flicking through, and I kind of thought, well, the nearest player I thought was to, to a man of a match for us was probably Guedes.
2: Yeah, I as, thought
0: Guedes was excellent. Yeah, Guedes and Boobicard
2: right, Troy with, I with thought yeah. Traoré and their players,
0: the way he played, especially when we just stuck him as like a hybrid right winger eight to try and cover their full back. I thought mm. he was fantastic. Second half. He just died just, stopped running. And there was one stage, I think, when Kilman did that like cock up with a diamond on the edge of the box, and then they, like broke off it. And you all you just saw was trying to bust these balls to get back. And I thought that's all you want to see. All you want to hmm. see is fighting a wolves team, and he kind of embodied that. And that's the thing about Steve Davies. Like, okay, like I said, we haven't had the best results, whatever. But all the last used to see a wolves team fight, and that's what Wolves did, even with 10 men. Yeah, it was disappointing, it was shambolic at times, but he used to actually a freaking goal under Bruno. That would have been his surrender. We'd lost 3-0. Mm,
1: definitely. Um, the only thing else I want to note that happened in the game, was Conor Ronan making his Premier League debut? <laughs> Is that oh. com- uh, I mean, Stu, w- when you saw him come onto the pitch to immediately take a free kick, were you thinking this could only end one of two ways?
2: yeah I was thinking better. I'd bend it like Beckham or something something like that. And, but it's it's just bizarre why he's one why why he's been almost like kept captive here and not, not, <laughs> not let let him go. let him don't don't clip his wings, just let him fly free and because he's been he's had a couple of good years in Scotland, and you think, well, okay, he's come back. They'll give him a chance. but he hasn't had a chance nice. little little Hodge has played more than him. And you think, well, okay, it's made for him now to come and impose himself. And rather than play Conor Ronan as a kind of attacking midfielder, we've put a record signing. Who doesn't play there in that position? And it's just another one of them weird things. And when you look at him, you think, well, who is this man? Not, Not made a Premier League appearance. And I was thinking about it. Have we even seen him since Sheffield Wednesday away in about 2018? I don't think we have.
0: No. I'm
1: trying to remember the last time it, it he actually um Would he have been on the Asia trophy tour?
0: Not sure. Do you know how many games he's actually played for Wolves? Eight. something like 20. Oh. I was to say something like because I know he had he played in the champion under Lambert. Lambert was like, This is the reincarnation of Kaka, and I was like, yeah. okay Lambert, I I believe you. <laughs> he um yeah, I was gonna say he he's had eight
1: league appearances for Wolves including yesterday. I mean
2: you know, yeah.
0: six years, seven years. It's it's just It was I... impressive that he took Neves off the free kick as well. Like was Neves say... on the And the first thing he comes on I thought this is gonna be balls it registered Never and then you're gonna phone like Killman's head and he's gonna it, score. We're gonna like, oh my god, get him in the first team a lot, and then it felt he almost. Pl- it first it felt it felt almost planned, didn't it? Because like
1: mm. Nevis was over it. They made the sub, and all of a sudden he just ran to it. I was like, I, I appreciate. I I have not watched enough Conor Ronan since well, he kind of last played for Wolves about five years ago now. Um, but it it was a big decision, and yeah, it didn't pay off because why would it? It's Wolves. Um. <laughs> I was gonna say right, let us let's, let's end the um let's end the half of this show by just giving ourselves a little bit more pain and misery, but looking at the table, so yeah, we're still writing it. Uh we are joint bottom with Forest, which is yeah. legitimately
2: Remember bleak. Remember when people were saying we ain't cut adrift yet? You look at this next week and we could be four or five points away already.
1: Are you saying we're not you're saying we're not gonna be Arsenal,
2: Stu? Uh, well, it's it's unlikely. It's just let's let come around kind of and plays, You don't know, do you? Yeah. Um, but you you look at it and you, you look at them teams and Leicester have Leicester have sorted themselves out and they've jumped up the table. And I know people say, oh well, if Leicester can do it, then but they just seem to be having a weird sticky patch for something for un, unknown reasons. Villa have actually got when I mean, that result today was ridiculous. I hadn't seen it, but fair play to them and then you look at the rest Leeds have found form from nowhere Everton I mean, has yeah. gone back to beat Everton again and, and West Ham have got distractions so then you look at the the bottom four there Forest, Southampton Bournemouth us throw Everton into that and I think that's what that's what it's three from five for me I'll
0: still a man out for that this league is piss poor basically like, yeah. I, was, I, I think we're going to be fine I was saying log discussion earlier on Twitter I just in which a world, nothing's gone right for us this season. We've been shipped for nearly half of it now and we're still roundabouts. You look, when we pick up, we get an actual manager in, not an absolute PE teacher. And then, you know, we replace that. You get Steve Davies out of what he was doing. I just look in general and think, surely we're going to turn a corner. A little bit of form's all you need. You know, I don't see us going down. just don't. I think... Bournemouth have started dropping back. Southampton are mm. not very good. There's just too many poor teams. And like, Brighton are seventh in the league and, and okay, you know, now we've been gushing how very good the performance was, but they still only beat us 3-2 with 10 men for 45 minutes. I so look and go, if yeah. that's what the league's seventh best has got to offer, then surely we're still within a shout of more than staying up will be comfortable mid-table. No, but That's a positive I, Pete, for me. So I
1: was going to say, I, I, I'm with you on this, Josh, the, yeah, we're not in great nicks, but Leeds have shown for what, literally, just two wins on the bounce does for you. But it just propels you up the table. Yeah. The, di- the difficult thing is we actually need to win two games. but <laughs> um, And when you look at, um, you know, well, basically, on, seven it, it isn't happy reading, but it, we, we're not completely cut adrift. It's frustrating because we've had a couple of results recently where you know let, let's say palace if we'd have got a point from that if we'd have got a point yesterday but just make it just would have given us a made it look a little bit more comfortable but those are the cards you've been dealt we're going to take a short break guys um after the break we're going to talk about what we think lopetegui needs to do when he takes charge we will see you in just a second Hi, it's Richard from Wolfs Fancast here. Just interrupting today's show before we get back to some questionable opinions and opinionated questions to talk to you a little bit about our sponsors, Pixel Yetting Media. They are a design agency that put you and your business first from web design, logo and branding design and marketing. If you have any marketing needs, get in touch with them to find out how they can help you get it right. They are over at pixelyettingmedia.com. Now let's get back to the show where we can give you some really forced wordplay, niche cultural references and maybe even a bit of football talk hello welcome back everybody so as you might be aware by now Wolves are going to get a new manager um with Lopetegui, uh actually taking over a- after we've played Arsenal it's coming it's, out. it's all going to be fine isn't it um my question to you guys is because he's in I guess a fortunate position um but he's kind of taken over without a game for six weeks and what do you reckon about a half our squad plus are still going to be here um as opposed to at the world cup so he's got a bit of time to to do something with these players so i was thinking he's a new man in charge what's he actually got to do um to turn things around so i thought guys what are your suggestions for three things a new manager has to do? Do you want to hear mine first? Because, although, when uh, again peeping behind the curtain, guys, I messaged Stu this idea earlier, um, at about six o'clock and said, Yeah, I've not actually thought of these, um, when I've suggested this noble idea, but I have thought of them now, Stu. So, we're in good hands, firstly. I know they're talking about warm weather training camps. We need to get the fitness levels up. I'm not having any bollocks about these players going on holiday. Anything like that. No. They need to be running laps, in my opinion. Because the fitness levels of these players are are a Like, both being able to make it through 90 minutes and, well, not pulling up with injuries. We're just shocking, aren't we? So... Back to fundamental basics of that. I was going to try and avoid, but it's it's, it's simply hard not to. And Andrew Knight's saying in the comments, he's completely right. We need a goal scorer can't, can't can't get away with that one. My other two though. Now, I've been thinking about different managers, people in charge of things at the moment. So I was thinking, well, what makes a player stand out? How do we know that they are a Wolves player? So. What I'm suggesting is that he charges all the Wolves players £8 a month to wear the pro kit, and that way we will know that they are the official players. <laughs> you can see i fought long and hard about this.
2: So, it, it, you still wouldn't know any difference, though, would you? That's the thing. No, I, mean, well, I well, think me, thing, me, me, see,
1: me and you could pay the £8, Stu. And and, me and well,
2: we my pro shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my pro shit would look better than half that team at the minute, and that's it's not even an exaggeration. Um when I, you go on the, the the fitness levels. I think if he's got anything about him and you'd look at the farce of it all and just sack off the whole medical department altogether and bring in his own. Or or, or watch our episode with uh, Jalapa from midweek and give him a ring because everything's all gone to shit since he left. So I well, no, even got a job. He was talking to Dan, so come on. <laughs> pick up the pick up the phone get Joe Lapper back. He, he he wants a return. We all heard it. Um Go get the guitar. And I don't think it's as simple as just get a goal scorer because they've got to have chances, haven't they? That's yeah. that's the the bigger problem. It's not like we've we 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 are creating chances and missing them. We don't they don't do fuck all and they haven't done anything for two years, so Looking at the FFP point of view, I mean, how much we could actually spend, I mean, you're going to be looking at like begging bowls and loans anyway. I think probably about 20, 30 million maybe, max. And we need, if we're going to be persistent with Geddes as a second striker after what happened yesterday, then we're going to need at least a goal scorer and some form of attacking midfielder winger who can actually do their job properly. And that's on top of getting Lopetegui and his coaches to improve the, the wastrels that are here at the first place. So, and you look at that, how on earth Pedensis in the, the Portugal squad? God knows. Absolutely baffled. Um, so, he's not even going to be here to benefit from it, but the others may. So, I think that's, that's more than anything else. I think that the defense will sort itself out once they've got someone. Competent anyway. That's not going to be a. That's not a major issue for me. It's, it's the other end of the pitch, and it has been for years, and it, it needs sorting out. I mean, the, the third thing, obviously, bring back gold shorts. Why not? we had <laughs> gold shorts for three years. and miss them. Just just one year of having all gold, even at home. Just think how amazing that look, especially on a, a night game. Exactly. Yeah, you, you pull a strange face, Rich, but think. think Think how much of a visionary I am, and things that I've suggested. In the past. <laughs> <laughs> and our fortune suddenly changes. <laughs> the we got thirty-eight unbeaten.
0: Invincibles
2: are here. Yeah, I mean, Huddle changed Chelsea's socks to white. Did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, the thing.
1: That's a, that's a lovely bit of trivia.
2: And it, there's yeah. um, there's a thing about obviously Liverpool played in white shorts at one point. Until they changed into all red, there's nothing in the rules that say you can't wear gold I've, shorts.
1: No, I, I, I've got nothing. And then
2: I, I could be fully justified in wearing my gold trousers and not being mocked every year.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think you still could, um, for, for for multiple reasons. <laughs> um, I, I don't away. quite know where to go. No, I mean to be fair, I've got nothing against. It. Um, I've got nothing against it. it, it in principle, Stu, I mean, as uh, Sean says in the comments, let's break it down. She, Stu said, screw striker, we need gone shorts. Fair yeah. play. Of which, I, I mean, well, I in charge players, so, you know, we're East we're fair already,
2: It Rich has already mentioned that Bubacar Troyer is gold member earlier on, so why not? Let's just <laughs> emphasise everything.
1: Yeah, we're i don't see where else we can go um we got another comment in uh from youtube saying uh is a taskmaster now <laughs> my head immediately go. a student yeah. already knows where my head's yeah. going because he knows from a playful mood could this be a way we could get the most out of the players by devising a series of bizarre tasks for them to do it Maybe did it nothing for us food. last season
0: did it <laughs> when they was
1: doing no, all that I, we, stupid other shit last season can, can you imagine like plotting like when they did recording versus like our results because <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> like, it if like, we win wait. one post one if we yeah. lose that one will get saved to the next win and then that never that other one never comes out because we never fucking win so yeah my I'll, three was gonna you... be oh, two, oh. my three was gonna be do not play fucking smedow again and you've got to keep <laughs> all of the lights you got to keep all the lights and now oh, yeah. what it's going to be coming yeah, whatever. But I've got a feeling they're not going to be playing all the lights on Wednesday and that on Saturday night That is going to be the biggest travesty of this season and fucking, it's been a bad season.
2: Well, yeah. What do you replace it by? Reach for the Stars by S Club 7 or something? <laughs> <is it>? uh, <laughs>
0: the, the liquidator. Okay, if you're swapping all the lights for liquidator, you oh. get that book. The problem is, yeah. I've put that thought in my head now, and then when it's some absolute shit rap song that, like, they tried to do yesterday, I'm just going to be disappointed.
1: Oh god! Have back to um, go back to having black and gold.
0: Oh, I agree with that actually. Yeah, <laughs> that might be the reason why we're back.
1: Yeah, it, I tell, it, it could work. It could work. I'm up for anything. Dragging this right back. Um, I think it was like it must have been on Friday for a club announcing about um. No pyrotechnics being allowed in the stadium. Did you right. see that they did? they the sort of a notice. Did, did we ever get flares
0: to... at the Molyneux anyway? Did they ever get flare? Did we ever get them? I don't. When was the last time the flare went off?
3: Um, could it have been against Pratt, that? Was wasn't the away fans? Yeah, that wasn't
0: the away fans like I can't yeah. remember one. Sheffield it... Wednesday, obviously, that was when we got when they threw one at us. But other than that, we're not like a club in for that.
1: No, and I did just think it's again, hey, I'm more for health and safety, but uh, you oh, know, gold. just <laughs> and I, it's never gonna happen, Stu. Are we because then we wouldn't be um, we wouldn't be playing in gold and black, would we? You
2: got golden black, you it's got black tree
0: what on the home show, it's got like three little bits of it's black on it. Not a bit of trim. You can't
2: class a bit of trim. If, if, no, because if you look at the um the little score bars, especially on match of the day and BT sometimes, is it BT sometimes as well? It might be Amazon. Hmm. One of them. Like they always have two colours, regardless of if a team's got two colours or not. They always have two colours. So even if it's a bit of black trim, there you are. What about Liverpool? Yeah, it's always red with a little bit of white. Watch
0: next time. So I'm going to look out for that now.
1: I'm going. I'm going to have to, which is
0: annoying. To be honest, because it's going to prove yeah. you right. It's going to bug me now. It's,
1: <laughs> it, bug me. it's so. It's so meaningless. Though isn't it? That's <laughs> the thing that's annoying. It makes no difference.
0: Difference.
1: <laughs> um. Well, before we do go to the Arsenal, uh, before we do have Arsenal at the weekend, uh, you're right. We have got a game midweek. We have got leads in the cup and. I don't know. I, I'm trying to work <laughs> out how I feel about this game. Um, that is a very old
3: character
0: for Bruno. It looks like how, he's
1: picking his nose. How things change since the start of this season, uh, when all we had to worry about was Bruno Lars squaring up to Jesse Marsh. Um, I mean, do you think Wolves will go for it, or do you think that they will basically play the kids, as it were?
0: They're going to I mean, go for it. There's no way Steve yeah. doesn't. He's going to go all out for it. I think there's going to be loads of goals, which feels like a bit of a rarity to say at the minute. but oh, got, I'm going to predict it now. Wolves win on penalties.
2: Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, actually, <laughs> that's, not, that's not too bad because there's no extra time, he says. So it's fine. But I hope
0: that means to put it in front of the safe bank so he might actually see a home goal in front of <laughs> the safe bank. Because, you know, again, we're still waiting. We're going yeah. to be waiting for it forever. Yeah. got it so if we don't score against that Leeds or Arsenal that'll mean oh we got United on New Year's Eve that wouldn't say we'd have yeah. like one goal since main front of the South Bank <laughs> oh my god I want a refund oh my god <laughs> that's we is on at the South Bank no, all we do is
1: concede <laughs> I mean Stu we've got Martin in the uh, we've got Martin in comments saying he's not bothered about the League Cup me and you are always up for the cup. Mm-hmm. I know it's u- that's usually reserved especially for the FA Cup but
2: let's hear it. Champion the League Cup, Stu. I mean the feather we it doesn't detract to anything does it? Because we know we're going to get beat by Arsenal anyway so this is like the reverse of when Nuno threw the cup run and, and, and in place of a, a league game against Southampton instead which was a stupid thing to do. Um and the fact that we are so awful, then we need. If you win the game, then you're on a high automatically, ain't you? So. And we know that it's going to be mixed up anyway, because Sarkic will play because that's the rules. And you okay. do kind of hope that, like, you get. Just play Dexter at right back. Why not? Just mix a, little, a few little things in there. Maybe play like Matinho and Bubacar and Ronan. And maybe Geddes and. Jim Campbell and someone, I don't know. It'll
0: be, be in the quarterfinals if you win on Wednesday. And there's lots of Premier League v Premier League toys as well. Lots and lots.
2: And that's a, that's a, it's another game before Christmas as well. so... Yeah, lock takes first game. Yes. So think, just think of it that way. That At the same time, if we get battered, and I, I'm not really going to be crying my eyes out, so I don't I really care. But you've got to get. There's got to be something. I mean, I don't know how many we've tickets we've sold. I'd, I'd guess it's going to be the lowest for a long, long time. So, it's ended yeah. twice, um, but it's it's a winnable game, even in our current shockingly shit state.
0: State, yeah, it
2: is. It, it's still a winnable game. So I don't see why we'd why we'd give it up for the fact that we're in a relegation battle. If people want to admit that or not, and and think that we're going to get out of everything and everything's going to be rosy then, then fine but well, we've got to admit over a third of the season's gone and we we second bottom the league. <laughs> and we're there for a reason. This ain't going to change overnight, regardless of how good Lopetegui is. If we've got a bit of a distraction where we can actually win games in this competition, then why not? Just give it a go. If we get knocked out later on, then fine. Oh,
0: you don't mind, Dave, when we have a go. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing.
2: Like,
0: It's just, you just look at it and go, one of them, it's what have we got to lose? You might as well try and build a little bit of momentum. I mean, like, we're going to get rogered by Arsenal. There's no two ways about it. You know, It's why not just give Leeds a go? Because I think, again, Leeds, you know, they've pushed the balls the last two games, beating Liverpool and Bournemouth at the weekend. You know, they're on a little bit of a high, but you look and go, that's going to come crushing to an end soon. They might rotate. You know, they've got no stroke or nothing like that. So, it's just hard to say. It'd be nice to see us, at at this point, just desperate for us to win a game. You know, like, if we win Wednesday, it's a good result, because I'm that desperate to see us win.
1: Yeah I was thinking in terms of lineups what I'd go for and apart from obviously Samedo who is suspended and arguably should be in the bin. Um, I'd almost go for the sa- probably like the same team basically who played against Brighton because I'd like to see Guedes get more minutes and actually try and build up some form because at the end of the day we are playing a, pre- a-, a-, a peer in the table as it were. We're going to have to still play someone up front. So might as well play Huang, who is our most natural central attacking player. May, all right, maybe you put in Trial Ray for Podence. Yeah. But he, he's, he's never going to, you know, I, I I know a lot of people have sort of championed us going to like four two three one, But realistically, we're not going to see a formation change. I think we're going to see a midfield three so, you know, maybe he brings in Ronan or Hodge for Moutinho or Ray. Or, uh, but I can't see him necessarily changing the centre-halves. I'd, I'd keep Bueno because, frankly, he looks tenfold better than 8 at the moment. Yeah, think, you know. I think he puts Mascara
0: in it right back. Because he was going to bring him on, wasn't he? I wonder if he brings him in and plays right like auxiliary right back. Whether he plays like a go. back three and puts like Dharma wing back, you know, just why not at this point?
2: No, <laughs> don't listen to Gully. It's just, it's a mad, mad. I, I don't idea. want us.
0: I don't want us to. It's just at that. No. I understand what do you
2: think he's going to do? I don't. Yeah, I think for the, for the same reason that Richard, we he ain't going to go anything other than four three three because we haven't got the players to do
3: it
2: yeah we haven't got a number 10 he's not, gonna, he's not going to he's not going to play get as there behind Wang that's that doesn't make any sense where was if Kim Campbell
0: on Saturday he wasn't even on the bench I hope he's not injured but that well they would bet something up if he was injured
2: yeah I mean if he, if he was just ill then fine um I, I'd start Jim Campbell on the left so, hand side. Independence. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. All, all day long, then why, why, why we got to lose? Lose, yeah. So play him in, again, play him in his actual position, not on the right wing like, like Bruno did last year, um a few his few little cameos. Play him on the left where he plays for the under twenty ones and plays well, give him a chance. If he ain't good enough, then we know. You're never gonna know unless you put these players on and play yeah. him in the right place.
0: Well the lock up talk to thing and just give him a game. Yeah. yeah
1: because you're going you to get far better judging after 90 minutes than you are 30 a, a fellow stew in the comments has said without good fundamentals i don't think a formation change is the most pressing issue and he's right because it kind of doesn't hugely matter let's say you know we go oh right fuck it let's go back to a back uh back three back five will it necessarily make the impact that we want it to Probably not because we're still struggling to commit for players going forward in the best degree possible. Um, you know, you change it up front and you move midfield forward. We're still going to struggle in certain areas. I think um, I like the idea of Campbell getting, getting some minutes because he has had opportunities, but it will just be, I think it's going to be a real question of how much Wolves want to commit to it, which is why I can see maybe Troy Ray starting ahead of him um Guedes obviously can't make a full 90 minutes so whether they to start them two games in a row might be a bit of a question mark I don't know but Josh you've said that we're going to go from penalties it's going to be a bit of a goal fest stew what are you thinking
2: I think Leeds the is about 3-0 but <laughs> that's, uh, that's 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 <laughs> the one. I mean I just I just want to be entertained I don't want to be bored I don't want to be pissed off I just want to be entertained for for a change and it's a cup, there's a bit of freedom we there's no point going there and sitting and like scraping around and trying to be negative and trying to hit leads on the break. We can't defend. We can't we can barely attack. So why don't we just have a go? It doesn't matter if we get knocked out, does it? it obviously it'd be better if, Yeah. It'd be better if it's not we don't get knocked out. Just have a go and just yeah. so you want. He, oh, yeah. he knows he's got nothing to lose anyway. He's he's only got the Arsenal game left after that, so go out on a high for him. It'll be good, but saying that, would I take going? To, would I take penalties there? Probably, um, just because it means we haven't lost again. So yeah, I'll, I'll be no, I'll, I'll be positive. I'll, I'll say I'll say three one, from God knows where. I, I, borderline speechless I mean Josh my
1: final question to you on it would you take a 2-1 defeat if uh, the Wolves goal was in front of the South
0: Bank <laughs> at this point I probably <laughs> would <laughs> I'm just hey, when are we going to score in front of the South Bank it's just all I asked for I've had uh, all that money I was going to say I can't you, do nothing but you just know that the
1: first goal in you know what is it seven months now eight months <clears> so, <throat> six months even it's, going to, it's not going to be like a Neves...
0: Some fucker scoring that well, goal, like that, something like that. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> the crappiest, the crappiest goals. 3-0 yeah. like down and score, you get like, him yeah. like, thanks, cheers for that.
1: Like, like it, Hwang's like shinned it in, and it's kind of bounced off the post onto him or something. That, that's what I'm envisioning. Just simply
0: score, that's all in front of the bank, That's all I'm at. Oh, you know, I'm not... I don't want everything just scoring in front of the same <laughs> bank. Just, just a goal in one <laughs> half of play. It, 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 it's so not difficult. And it's not the away team and then they come and celebrate in front of us and I'm like here we just, are again.
1: <laughs> You're getting to see lots of goals that way. That's 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 the positive. Um, right, we've got one question from Twitter Corner and as I mentioned earlier guys, you kind of latched onto it earlier which is slightly annoying uh, but Rob Cartwright Uh, tweeted in my 13 year old announced last night there are two things he doesn't like about Molyneux firstly the football Um, I I didn't hear the second as my wife and I were laughing so loud Uh, so what do you not like about Molyneux or is he pretty much summed it up I feel like doing this 68 minutes into recording again I reckon we could knock out a good 25 minutes of things if we're not careful Um, but Stu on your long list of grievances against Molyneux, I'm assuming, um, queues to get into a Southbound, queues uh, to get into a Steve Ball.
2: Yes, I, that's never been a problem for me in my entire life. I don't know where this. Oh, yeah. I've never had a problem queuing up. Well, once for a cup game because you got some filthy casuals getting in who don't know the rules. Um, <laughs> but especially since they knocked the um, they knocked the wall down and put some more turnstiles in there, that's not been a problem. And I I rock up there at what. But twenty to three it takes five minutes from the from the road to get in. it's not a problem. it's fine it get doing anything else inside in the concourse is a problem um mm. and the whole thing needs bulldozing or blowing to the ground and starting again <laughs> but other than, other than that we know that's not going to happen, and that thing's gonna outlive all of us so the Steve bull stand obviously is a problem, but there we are. How about you, Josh?
3: uh
0: I don't have many gropes uh, apart from the football and VAR just being shit. But the one thing I would say, I think safe standing may be part of the reason the atmosphere is not as good. I just, okay. I don't know. I I don't think it's yeah. done nothing for it. It was like before when we had no safe standing, the idea of getting launched three rows was like, that was part of the fun. And now you're there just like, I don't know. There's something about it it's not added nothing in my opinion it was an experiment though. it was like a bit of a like a PR move oh look at us we got safe standing but then when we get asked to implement it and pay money for travel away fans and be part of this scheme they didn't want to do it because they don't want to pay the money it was like I don't know I'd, 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 I'd like to get a general opinion on it in general but I don't think it made any difference in a, for us when I a look ago. go if it's not made a difference then it's been a bad thing because we've paid money it's not affected us
2: I think the problem with it is because, because the option to lean that forward on the barrier is there for everyone. No one's standing up, and no one's the hands in the air, have they? Especially when no. everything's so dull and awful. Like we had this at Chelsea last season as well in the two-two, and for the vast majority of the game, we just stand. We're standing there, just leaning, like arms on the barriers. Yeah, it, it is. It, it there is some, it, it, something in that because when you're standing behind seats and you're being all roguish and you think, well, you have got that kind of added danger that you are going to fall over, but you've got nothing to un- stand on. You're standing there, you're either arms in the air or arms folded by your sides, wherever, and you're singing. Whereas with this stuff, you, you are standing there, but you are kind of, you are too comfortable. You're, leaning, you're, relaxing, you're, you're like,
0: yeah, you're like relaxing. you know, the football doesn't help, but I just in general, I don't know, like, cause I, I just don't think it's added nothing to it you know he was it and like say they spent all that money on it and then when it comes to that like away fan scheme they're like backed out of it for whatever reason it's like and they added it in the North Bank for whatever God knows whatever reason the idea that was because the Dahl put the away fans there and everyone in the North Bank sits there anyway you know so what was the idea behind putting it there?
2: I mean that, that, that was why it was for the away fans when the um when the steve ball was demolished that was that was the, the thinking behind it but then it, it's it's never going to happen so
0: the, we still stick the away fans in the steve ball hour. yeah i don't know i just
2: it's one of, it, like,
0: it'd be nice to get a general opinion because it'd be interesting to see what other people think maybe it's just me looking into little things but other than that i haven't got no growth from all you know that is that is one of the that i think oh it'd be nice to see what the, the consensus is because i don't think it's added nothing and it's cost us money to add and it's not benefited us.
1: It'll be interesting to see it's not helped by the fact that the football literally since it's He's been drab, installed yeah. has been so drab. Like I'm at, I'm trying to think, you know, how would it have been let's say the Man City game where we won three two? It was how in would the Man City
0: been... game, wasn't
1: it? Yeah.
0: yeah. It was that season. But like um, yes, it was, yes, but but bar that you're looking even that season it was like but, I don't know. Well, it, half, well, there, half of that season
1: was yeah
0: specific games, and you look and go. It was, whereas you look at like United the cup quarter final, the they all, the all old you know yeah. that. But you know from beyond the South Bank, there's a lot of goals. Mm. You look and go, look at the Pandemonium. There is none of that. Really, doesn't feel like that happens. I don't know. Maybe it's just me.
1: No, I, I this is definitely the zone to have any gripes whatsoever. And actually, I think it's quite an interesting one. Um, to be fair, because you're right, I think the idea of being able to stand in it kind of being a bit against the rules, but everyone doing it anyway, yeah. compared to, well, you, you can't not stand in the South Bank, really. Like, mm. anyway, so it, it does seem like it's kind of taken away a bit of a novelty, but I don't know.
0: It We're kind of missing a few more defining games. I, think that's I also thing. think they should add like a singing section. Because I know we like to think with this <coughs> really big bollocks club who's got now, look at us, we can chant all to the grain and whatever. We quite clearly can't. We've added these loads of scenes to get older and whatever and the atmosphere's got worse Add a singing section. I, I remember a, a tweet from Wembley, from just after we lost at Wembley to Watford. And someone said, they sat in corporate and they said, Watford fans were louder than the wolf fans. And that was because they had a singing section. And Wolf fans, because we thought, look at us, we don't need a single exception, we're this great almighty club, and then we create no atmosphere. Yeah, and I yeah. kind of echo
2: that. That that worked perfectly for them. I mean, it, it sounds like the most tin pot nonsense ever, but it's not but, it's not though, is it? No, for for that for that thing that went I mean Wembley's a terrible place anyway. Um yeah, but for the, for that reason it worked perfectly for them, and he gave them a bit of an edge as well. So um, you, know,
0: you look at when we went to Tottenham. And we beat Tottenham at Wembley. The atmosphere mm. was poor there, apart from the away fans who actually sung, because mm. you know, like I say, it's just in general. I'd, I think because we like to think we're this massive club, got loads of fans, we don't feel the need to have a singing section. But then I look and go, well, hang on, the atmosphere is considerably worse. You got them blokes up in S1 who always have a go, but no one else is, because it's there's too many people who don't want to sing, and that you know that's fair enough, but. You kind of it's killing us at the minute. Now I'm not saying the football's not helping it because it's not, but I, it's just another thing that I think as well.
1: Yeah, I to say I, again. I, I agree with that. Like, I, it feels like it, it shouldn't need to be done, but I think just having that concentrated area, I think actually makes the atmosphere better rather than just being like dissipated throughout the ground. And you know, you're right at Wembley. I was around people who wanted to sing and wanted to stand and very much people who didn't want any of that atmosphere and, and you know it kind of ruined it for both sets of people, people because then yeah. like like people like me scrapping and having an argument when we went to 2-0 well, up at in, 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 in Wembley because oh I want to stand but you don't want me to stand so I can't sit it's like guys
0: just just enjoy enjoy. before it all falls apart it's gonna
1: yeah it's gonna end it's gonna go downhill at some point just enjoy um which ironically is probably the best place to leave the show um big thanks to everyone who's listened uh this week and to all things fancast in the last week we've put out some amazing content this week so please make sure you go check out some of the fantastic interviews that we've knocked out as well um Big shouts out to Pixel Yeti Media and Ninety Min <clears throat> Football Network um, for all your support, and make sure you catch us on all our socials at Wolves Fancast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next time, though, it's goodbye from Josh.
0: Evening.
1: It's goodbye from Stu. Evening and morning, depending on when you listen. Goodbye. And it's, good- <laughs> <laughs> and it's goodbye for me. See you next time.